0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the josh and jason monday christian and conspiracy podcast show i'm your host josh monday if you don't know me i'm a christian rapper devoted husband father and army veteran i'd like to introduce you to my co-host he's a christian devoted husband and father what's up jason how's it going bro
1: what's up man having a wonderful morning
0: <laughs> yeah starting off early yeah so- starting off
1: great started off great last <laughs> night just roll right into this bro let's just, let's see how this goes
0: <laughs> all right guys so we have a special guest for you guys today two special guests um their group is called Gospel Fed. I, I ran across them. Uh I think they might have had a sponsored thing on Instagram. I'm not sure. Somehow I ended up running across their music. Uh these gentlemen are, are, are all for the Lord. They're doing everything for the Lord. And um their music is actually like, it's 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 awesome, man. It's really good. And I think they could actually be become uh, you know, secular artists, but they chose to uh glorify God instead, which which I love as a, as an artist myself. So what's up, guys? How's it going? What's going doing? on, good man? Morning, good morning. Good morning. Thanks doing? for having
2: us, man. Hey, man. No problem.
0: Like I said, we appreciate you guys coming and uh, and 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 joining us. And um, so if you guys could, before we start, uh, just share your your guys's uh your YouTube and also uh, how that how everybody can get a hold of you and listen to your music.
2: Go first, bro. Yeah. So we are on uh we're on all social platforms at Gospel Fed, um, and that's that's basically at gospelfed um, and you can find all our stuff right there. Yes, sir. And awesome. I'm
3: Spellman Ray, and this is my brother Rand Scott. Yeah, and we are gospel fed music.
0: Perfect. And guys, he's got I'm telling you, if you guys check out their music, you guys will love it. I um uh, yes, sir. Got, mm-hmm. uh, one of them has one of them has uh, a a totally different style than the other. And you know what? You're lucky, bro. Uh Spellman, you're lucky, bro, because you can rhyme words that I can't rhyme with my English. You know what I mean? You you have that, that that country accent. So yeah, what happens? It, make it work. <laughs> when you, what happens when you're a rapper is me like my I have to be clear because uh, my but he's got this 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 accent. Where he can rhyme certain words that's that sound perfect. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't know if you hey, guys understand what I mean. I know. I know I mean, what you mean because he
3: tell me the same thing all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. So I greatly like, appreciate it, Yeah, I, like yeah, <laughs> I can't. I
0: can't either. I know how that is, bro. So and, and it's, so it's crazy,
3: man. That so I was doing this music stuff by myself for a long time, and I was I was doing shows with a group of other people, right, for mm-hmm. a long time, like like three years. So. You know, within the music industry, whether it's gospel or uh, secular, you have beef, you have uh, people misunderstanding you, you have animosity within a group of people. So I had stopped doing music for a while, like Mm -hmm. gospel. And my brother here reached out to me one day and was like, bro, I need to get you on a song. Can you give me a feature? I was like, "Okay, cool. And that's when we came up with the song, I Think You Heard, "Okay, God. Oh, really? Song you heard. So that was our first song we did together as a group. Wow. And that's he just went from there, man.
0: Yeah, God is great, you know. So, so yeah. that that that's how it works sometimes, you know, but um you guys work you guys work off each other well, you know. Um you guys are styles mm-hmm. and um yeah, you guys definitely should check out their music. Um well, if you guys want uh well, first off I want to I wanna let you guys know what we're going to I want I want to talk about the gospel basically on this on this uh I they they wanted to talk about it actually. They, they they're gospel fed, so they were like, "Hey, the subject should be the gospel so i'm like cool right um so to, to our listeners uh you know there's two things that are guaranteed in life unless you unless you unless you you know think you're getting raptured off but you know it's death and taxes right so it mm-hmm. would behoove you to listen carefully okay we're about to present uh it's important because if um you know, most, you know, we're going to die. You know what I mean? We're going to die. Death to taxes. So, mm-hmm. and and I, and, and it would, it would really be terrible as, as, as a podcast for me and Jason and for these gentlemen to share the gospel with you, you know, and, and not, and not give you guys first the, 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 the true gospel. And also for us to not share that part with you, because I could go over every conspiracy. I could go over flat earth. I could go over hollow earth, but you know, what truly matters is the good news from the gospel. You know, that, that's, that's really what is the uh the foundation and the meat and potatoes that we need you guys to understand, so that uh, you guys are not just believing, hey, I believe in this part of the Bible, this part, uh, right. but you're not getting that that this part. This is the main part. So, the word itself, um, from a Greek word, I don't even know how to pronounce this. It says eugelion, which means good news. The short answer is that the word gospel means good news. It's a uh, the good news message that mankind can be saved from their penalty of their sin and receive eternal life in heaven with God through the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So that's like the short answer. But uh these gentlemen and 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 Jason we we're all going to kind of get into it. Um uh, but uh, my brother keeps telling me you need to start off in prayer. Uh God so let's let's do that. So uh Father God in the name of Jesus, I appreciate you connecting us with these two gentlemen and having Jason come on. Uh, I pray for any 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 bad feelings at all that any of us have right now that the devil's trying to like push on us, release that. Let's just have a great show. Um, Let let uh, let all the truth be told right now. We're going to be representing for you as best as we can, Lord. So please, uh, give us the uh. Let the Holy Spirit inspire us to speak whatever you want us to speak. You inspired all the scriptures, right? All the scriptures are inspired by God. Well, let's let's inspire this show right now, and uh, let us all speak truth. Okay, Lord, thank you. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you, man.
0: All right. No problem. All right, so let's get this uh, show on the road. So, and um uh, I'll start out I, I think I was talking about uh not not spreading the wrong gospel, right? So, I'm going to start out with this for ver- these this verse real quick. It's Galatians 1 uh 3 through 12, I think it is, okay? Uh it says grace grace to you and peace from God, the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Paul speaking, okay? Uh, gave himself for our sins and he might deliver us from the present evil age and according to the will of our God and father to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But if we are or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than, than what you have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, now uh, now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what we have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. But I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which is preached by me is not according to, to man, for I neither received it from man nor was I taught it, but it but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. So Paul is just letting you know right there that it doesn't matter what men think at all, it's all about the truth. And 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 that's kind of what I want to make sure that we're sharing today, right? Yeah, so amen. um, guys, if you want, go over you can go over your testimony and then you guys we can get into the show, you know?
2: Yeah. All right. So uh my name's Rand. Uh, basically, man, I grew up in what you would call a normal, normal home, right? Both parents. Um, I didn't know my real dad. Uh, he was an alcoholic and an addict. Um, but I had a, I had an awesome stepdad that raised me as his own. He's, he's the only dad I ever knew, you know? So I had a very supportive family growing up. A couple, uh, I had a brother and a sister. Um, then when, when I, uh, as I went into my teenage years, Right, you know what comes with that. I started partying, smoking weed, drinking, um, and then my parents got divorced. And so my dad was always kind of like the disciplinarian of the house. You know, he, I mean, he was the man of the home. And so without him there, uh, I kind of that was my ticket to start doing what all my friends were doing, right? And so I started partying a lot. Like I was saying, I was smoking and drinking. Um, and what I found was that when my friends could kind of stop. And, and continue on with life, I was still uh, going hard in the paint, you know? And so um, I ended up dropping out of school, you know? And, and what started is as, as weed and, and alcohol uh, kind of progressed over time. And so now I was doing cocaine. I was popping e-pills. And um, I moved from Dallas where I'm from. I moved halfway across the country. I moved to Seattle. And when I was in Seattle, I kind of, um, I was on my own. And so I had too much freedom, right? I had no, no, um, no safety net at all. And I started, I started really going crazy out there. I started selling drugs, uh, getting in trouble with the law, and um, basically that continued for you know eight years. Um, and then I got a girl pregnant, and I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to kind of think about getting my life, my life together. So I moved back to Dallas, thinking that was the answer, right? Um, all this time, I wasn't a believer, you know, I was actually, um, I would tell people that I was atheist, you know, I would tell people that, um, kind of like a militant atheist, you know, like if I found out that you were a believer, I tried everything in my power to convince you why you were brainwashed. Right. That was the kind of person I was, um, moved back to Dallas, uh, sobered up for, you know, maybe three, four months. Uh, but then i was i was back at it i couldn't maintain that for too long uh my kids my kids mom i mean we never got married right so we we started off on a bad foot and that that relationship never healed right and so um as my drug use got worse she had enough she ended up leaving right and then so that's where my downward spiral really started um cuz i wanted to blame everybody else right as everybody else's fault while i was living the way i was living um and so by this time, I had graduated to heroin and methamphetamine, um, and so as you can imagine, my life became everything that comes along with using heroin and meth. Right, yeah. and so I was homeless. On time, yeah. On well,
1: time, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Bro, I was hearing voices. I thought, I mean, I didn't oh think people were trying to kill me. I knew people were trying to kill me. There's a difference, right? Yeah, Whether yeah. it was real or not, you know. Yeah, sure. like, in my mind, it was real, and so I had I had completely lost my sanity. Um, I ended up getting caught with some drugs and I got sent to prison for a little bit. Um, and when I was in prison, I kind of started making those promises again uh, to my family. You know, people, people in my family don't historically go to prison. So I was probably the first one in my family to go to prison. Um, and that was a really lonely time, man. I, I didn't know, you know, prison's a, a, a lot different than going to like County jail. You know, it's just kind of, everything's really segregated. And I, I didn't really know, how to move in that setting. You know what I mean? And so, um, but all this time, God wasn't like, for me, it was like, God was not anywhere even on my radar, you know? And so I remember I came up for parole and I was calling my mom and my dad and I was like, man, you know, this time I'm, I'm going to really do right. You know, I'm going to get out and um, it was all about the things, right? I'm going to get my job. I'm going to get a job. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get a car. I'm going to get my own place and I'm going to do the right thing. Uh, got out made parole got out within a month I was I was shooting up again Ah. Um, and so I was on the streets again and just completely out of my mind and as I'm walking down the street I remember I I was praying to a God that I said for years I didn't believe in you know I was angry and and it was like how could you be angry at something that you don't believe in you know and I remember just saying you know God if you're real you know i'll do whatever it takes i, I don't want to live like this no more and you know it wasn't um it wasn't this bright light moment um but i did experience the love of christ and so as i was walking down the street um i didn't have shoes on you know just just what you would picture somebody who was homeless right just kind of um my uncle my uncle saw me on the street picked me up and he he said man i'm either you know, I'm either going to bury you, or you're going to get your life together. You know, and I knew he was right. Like I, yeah. I knew, looking at his eyes, I knew that he was right. And so I was like, "All right, I, I'm willing to do whatever." Um, so he brought me to this ministry called the Men of Nehemiah, where we're actually at right now. Uh, Amen. And right. when I got there, if I explain this, it's going to sound crazy, but 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 <laughs> but but the program—it's uh, a free rehab. It's a free faith-based rehab. Uh, you walk in, everyone's in army fatigues. It's like Jesus boot camp. And we're both graduates. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> I walk in and, you know, I'm not a believer in the in the traditional sense. So I walk in and I see, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way I'm doing this, you know. <laughs> uh, but I was so weak. I was so frail. My, my plan in my mind, I was just going to, uh, I was going to get a couple meals in me. You know, I was going to get my strength back and I was going to hit the streets again. Uh, but something happened while I was here, you know, while, while I was here, the, the Holy Spirit moved. Um, and, and this is where I, I met Jesus first through the love of Christ. Right. Awesome. But then I, I, I met Jesus and I and I gave my life to the Lord here. Um, and now life is completely different. I just got married last year. Hey, uh, man. Amen. Actually, Congratulations. Man, I, thank you, man. It's going on six years since I've used drugs, alcohol, anything. Wow. Uh, and I attribute that all to the grace of God, man. Jesus yes. Christ.
1: I got similar Amen. stories, you, man. I got a little similar story, so I can relate to everything you say right now. So
0: For sure, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Me and Jason have gone over our testimonies before, and just to let you guys know it's – It's not
1: it uh, a lot like – I'm. are you a Dallas fan? Cowboy fan? Yeah. yeah all right on, then I can to you Right on, cool. <laughs> He's not, but I uh, am.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I could tell the hats are different, but it's all good. <laughs> Is that Denver or what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Cool, cool,
3: cool. <laughs> All right, bro. You can go over your story as well, bro. Just, just. So, just... my name is Spellman. Um, like my brother said, uh, our lifestyles are similar, but they're totally different. So, um, I was raised up in a warm parent home. My dad is an army ranger or, or army veteran. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: My mom was a dope fiend. I'm from St. Louis or East St. Louis, Illinois. So, my mom was a, a addict um my grandmother pretty much raised me who um has been praying for me since i i was born mm. she is a prayer warrior she's a the daughter of a, a preacher a deacon who is my great-granddaddy so i've always been gospel fed i've always been fed the gospel right yeah um my addiction was not drugs it was it was anger mm. you know i I hated people. I had a real bad issue with people and it came from the things that I, I went through with my mother, right? yeah. Being in situations that I was in at an early age, I really had to be 21 when I was 12. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I had yep. to be grown at an early age to survive the lifestyle I was living with my mother. So I was from I was jumping from grandmother's house to mama's house because my daddy was pretty much deployed in oh, uh, wow. services like seven, eight, nine months out of the year. He was always training. So uh, I was bouncing back and forth to my grandmother's house uh, um, with my mom. And so I was like, I was like, it's crazy, bro, because I'm, I'm in two different worlds. So I had to like, I had to be like Neo in, in the Matrix yeah, you know, and I had to learn how to adapt to this world. Then I have to learn how to adapt to this world, and so. And then uh, probably
0: when your dad comes home, you have to adapt to that world too. To so he almost to had three different worlds. World. Yeah, military so, based. He's like, oh, you know, and then and that's your,
3: PTSD all in its own. You got that all car. on its own, bro. Like so, different personalities. You know, my mind is like racing around the world, and I'm I'm young, and yeah. so. My, my anger was, was real bad, man. I, I lost a lot of relationships behind it. And again, I, I wasn't hard on drugs, but I started smoking cigarettes and weed early.
0: Yeah. So
3: I, I, I did weed. I smoked cigarettes. Uh, Make a long story short, bro, I've done prison time. I've sold drugs. Um, I've done it all. And I've always had God in my life, right? I was baptized at an early age. Um, again I, I always been fed the gospel cuz i have a grandparents who are who are just church oriented that's all they know we was a sunday school uh 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 revivals the whole night i played the drums in the church but i never really just grasped the feeling of being loved because i was never loved by my mother you know what i'm saying yeah. jesus is love yeah. you know the gospel is love so my my hurts and pains were different from like I'm not saying from a lot of people but in my mind I was the only one going through what I was going through
1: <laughs>
3: yeah because you know? as as a son you know you're thinking your mom is supposed to show you unconditional love but I didn't get that yeah she chose the the, the drug dealers in the street life over me and my dad so a lot of my anger comes from that so uh I traveled around the world I've been to 43 states i've been to two continents with my dad um we ended up in in dallas texas uh in 1999 i came to dallas out of prison i was in parchment mississippi from 1996 to uh 1999 the latter part of 1999 so when i came to dallas uh, i had my first kid in dallas um I thought I was gonna be all right with the, with the you know change of scenery. You know I'm grown now. Was so. your dad
0: stationed at Fort Hood?
3: He was in um uh, no he was in Fort Pope.
0: Oh okay, I know that is too. Last okay. okay. place
3: he was stationed at was in Fort Pope in uh, okay. Leesville, Louisiana.
0: Okay, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> so we moved from
3: well, I moved from Mississippi. He was still in the army, and yeah. I was already in prison while he was retiring out the army. Wow. So he retired out the army. He moved to Dallas, uh, to for a change of scenery as well. Yeah. When I got here, I'm thinking that you know if everything's gonna be copacetic. I'm gonna change my life. You know, I was making promises I couldn't keep with people, uh, but I still had the anger issue, and it didn't help me going to prison, bro. I'm not gonna not even. Lie. They, saying, they it, say yeah. prison is supposed to change you, but sometimes it only makes it worse, you worse. Yeah. Than, you know, of so. Course. So like my brother said, I didn't know how to adapt in there. I, you know, you was either this or you was there, you was affiliated with this or it wasn't no, or oh, I'm exactly. neutral, you it, know, it yeah. wasn't none of that. So you either um, had to pick a side or you have to fight every day. And that's just what it is in prison, bro. I don't know if y'all ever been, but that's the prison life. You right. either got to pick a side, you're going to be red or white, red or blue, white or black, yeah. Yeah. this, that, and then- I know all
0: about it, but I, I, I've only gone to county. That's it. I never went to prison. that was in the 90s 90s, right and that was in the 90s yeah prison in the
2: 90s is a little different (laughs) than it is now so the same
3: thing with him bro so my 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 grandmother was like i I came to texas i was in and out of jail i was smoking weed heavy i couldn't keep a job they was always popping me with drug tests and, and i'm hot i'm smoking marijuana in the parking lot of the jobs you know just trying to you know, cope with life and, and the situations of my past life, my past pain. So I was a lot of control, bro, for real. Then I got into writing music with a few guys that I knew, and that wasn't, you know, that wasn't helping. We started staying up late, uh, yep.
0: yeah, smoking
3: more weed, drinking more, <laughs> and being in the studio all times of night, I was losing relationships with, with my girlfriends, the people that was trusting in me. I couldn't make it to birthday parties. I couldn't make it to bar mitzvahs. Whatever the case, I wasn't making it nowhere. I was just, (laughs) I was out of there. So um, my grandmother told me about this guy who who used to go to church with her. He passed away. Now his name was uh, Marvin Keller, Reverend Keller, RIP. He introduced me to this ministry. He used to preach at the same ministry. So I came to the ministry, I think, in 2011 might've been 2012 Mm
1: -hmm. and
3: and I stayed two years in the ministry um, off and on, but I really found out here at this ministry, bro, what what relationships mean. It's not all about the gospel. I mean, it is about the gospel, but relationships matter too, people matter. And that's what I found at this ministry, bro. And this ministry helped me to get rid of my pains and my past hurts, so I could accept the gospel. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you, you, you can you can be around church people, you can go to church, you can do everything within your power to receive the love of God. But if you're not completely pure and you don't and you have anger and hatred in your heart, you can't yeah. be you can't receive nothing. And that's what I was going through. I couldn't receive love from nobody because I had so much pain. So that's my testimony. So we both agree. Yeah. From- of this ministry and man it really changed my life bro so a few
0: a few things i picked up there is like uh, i know a lot of people that are in the military and and it, it just crushes people's relationships you know uh yeah. when you're gone for a year me and my wife i was we were, we were married at the time but uh, it almost crushed our relationship as well being gone for a year so for it you guys that really don't it, understand bro. what he's he's talking about Having a mom that's addicted, you don't find the love there and then your dad being de- deployed, maybe talking on the phone with him once in a while, um maybe he's once hard, every yeah. three months, two months, but everybody's like, your dad's a hero, but you're over here like I don't have a dad right now. he's not here. Right. so right. we were going through so much at the time. um you know our 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 testimonies um kind of similar like my dad got uh we were I was fourteen, my brother was sixteen, my dad got busted for selling, uh, selling weed. We basically, once my parents got a divorce, our house was just like a bachelor pad. We could do acid. We could do shrooms. We did Coke, smoked weed, do whatever we wanted to. So very similar, man. And, uh, I I, thank God I never went to prison, but I did, I did go to County, uh, my rap career. I put, I I was my God, you know, for the longest. That was my plan. A. wouldn't even think about getting a job, you know? So staying in the studio all night, uh huh. Same thing, bro. Calling into work the next day. Hey, sorry, I was at the studio all the way till last night. I was rapping with this person, this person, and acting like that's a big deal to my boss. But he's like right. mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so
3: you don't yeah. even care. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, you don't care at all. So <laughs> these Very- are,
1: we are we're four men here with with a lot of the same testimonies, but you can also see the effects of a of a, of a of a of a of the family structure. That's not that if it's not implemented, where you have two strong parents that are in mm-hmm. the yeah. faith. And they're not teaching you that. You can see the effects it has on, on just just four people right here that have would have effect on so much different lives, yeah. just because the family home isn't 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 all together, it's not it's not eating dinner together, it's not it's not praying together, they're not. And and that's, 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 that's the realization of the day. That's how it is. And it's, and, and like, like you said, this is, ran and, and ran said it about his mom and stuff like that. And, and, and some of that stuff is true. I like got a, a lot of people that a lot of men that don't want to admit that either. They don't want to say, Hey man, I, we're supposed to be tough and strong and all this stuff, but man, it's hard to be a man, especially nowadays. It is, bro. Well,
2: that's where they attack. I, I really do believe, you know, especially so. I work here at the ministry now, and so I'm working with guys who uh formerly incarcerated, homeless, substance abuse. And it's like you—it's the stories are all the same. The characters are different. The stories are all the same. Yeah. And it's like there is – and it's not like there is. There is. There's an attack on the man in our, in our country, in the world, right? Like the enemy knows that if he can remove the man out of the home – Then he can there's chaos. Right. And that's why you see generations of people. My my grandpa was in prison. My dad was in prison. I'm in prison. You know what I mean? And um,
0: generational curses, bro.
1: Well, well, I was I was studying about that. And it said that uh, a single family homes with the mom raising them and with two parents and with a single family with a dad raising them the single family, uh, or the, the, the parents and the, and the dad, they had the same percentages of like people su- with, with success in the world. Yeah. Well, the single family without the dad, with just the mom, most moms are working hard or, or, or they're like, 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 like they, if they, they have a, if they have a kid they're they're their jobs all day long. And they got a latchkey kid. You got someone that someone else has raised them, whether it be, you know, a gang, whether it be the television, whether it be, you know, your neighbor, you know, someone's always influenced that kid. And if you're not, you know you don't even know what what's going on in that kid's mind and we kids are sponges man and once you start introducing yeah. them to things that 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 maybe excite them a little bit you're gonna open up a whole different door that then you just push them further away from like you say the gospel and, and, and everything and it's hard to even reel them back in. And nowadays like you said the attack on man and and the homes is, yeah. is so, if there's
0: no dad, if there's no dad at home, then you're gonna go looking for that dad figure. So uh, even, so because a the the- dad
1: could be a mom and a dad. A dad could be the 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 punish the person that does the punishing and then and the and the nurturing. The mom can only do the nurturing. She can't tell him. My mom wasn't gonna tell me what to do. Yeah. Okay. After amount about time it only works for so long. Yeah. Tell me
3: what to do. And I'm gonna <laughs>
1: look at her and go, Yeah, you ain't, whatever. Okay, cool. I'll,
3: I know I'll, you hear most moms say, or you know, to the kid, well, wait till your dad come home. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, what, that's what you used to hear. Oh, I'm gonna tell your daddy you did this, so, so he yeah. you know, chastised well, you. A lot of mothers don't want to do that, they want to be the 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 the, the, lo- the lover of the family, they don't want to be the muscle. Yeah, and you'll have to wait nine months,
0: Spellman. You'll get in trouble, and your mom's like, When your dad gets home from deployment in nine months, he's yeah. gonna take care of you. You're, <laughs> yeah, waiting, you're, even, <laughs>
3: long. you're Look, even longer. <laughs> I'll be, <laughs> so, be so scared when he come home because I'll be already knowing what he's gonna do. Yeah, you know, yeah. he, he big on discipline, but I'm trying yeah. to get away with as much as I can while he's gone. But yeah, in the back of my mind, I'm like, Man, when my daddy get here, it's yeah. over with.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, man, that must have been that must have been interesting because it's, it's 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 crazy to be able to see that side of it, too. You know, because I know a lot of people that are in the Army and the military and I see how it messes up homes and relationships. And some guys are deployed and they come back and their wives are gone with their kids and they have nothing in the house. But you know nothing, bro. It's just, you know, it's, it was it's crazy a crazy
3: lifestyle. But I learned a lot like growing up without my dad being there. But yeah. at the same time, he was there, but it was like a, we had like a distance a distant relationship. But yeah. for the most part, my mom really lied to me. You know, she told me that my daddy didn't want me. This is before I really found out he was in the military and why he was always gone. Yeah. So mm. throughout throughout the my, throughout growing up, she would tell me my daddy did this. My daddy don't want me. You know, uh, he left us. You know, he don't send us no money. But then when I go to my grandmother's house, you know, my grandmother telling me something totally different way. Well, your daddy wow. sent me this way. you. Know, I'm opening up gifts that he didn't send way from across seas. You Man. know, and I'm, I'm telling my grandmother, "Well, why my mama telling me my daddy don't want me?" Yeah. You know, now, so were your
0: parents still were your parents still married at the time, or were they
3: divorced? They, they were never married. Oh, I see. I see. So we were high school sweethearts. My daddy was drafted uh, out of high school, so my mom got pregnant while they were in high school, and it oh. was deployed before I was even born.
0: Oh my goodness!
3: Wow, yeah. he, probably, he went to Vietnam, or, or, or... Oh, he was just in the army. He was oh. he was in the uh, Desert Storm War. Oh, okay. yeah. So yeah. that, yeah, okay. Part so I'm a, yeah. you think of Vietnam? I'm not yeah. that old, bro. I, I am <laughs> <I was laughs> like, man, only
0: because <laughs> only because you said he got drafted. So yeah, drafted like
3: that, was yeah. the well, Vietnam
0: yeah, well, War. He got drafted, but okay. So I,
3: I I'm, I'm then, <laughs> He was, my my dad was born tonight in in what 55. So even then. You still had to get enlisted right out, of, out yeah. of high school, so they recruited you not yeah. drafted, but they recruited yeah. them right That's, out of high school.
0: I was gonna, oh, right now, I was gonna say it was recruited and not drafted. Drafted is, is, is a yeah. is, is thing. I didn't th- think you were that look like, that old, man. No, no, I, was like, <laughs> no. <it was> <laughs> I just in my mind I was like, why would I say, that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it naturally came probably because of Vietnam. Because as soon as he said drafted, Vietnam came to my mind, I was like, I ain't going to <laughs> that. Too, <baby." laughs> So maybe th- maybe the subject's gonna be more about what the gospel message did to to us, you know. That's probably what the subject. This will probably be better, you know, because all of us have have had um the gospel affect us, you know. And for me, bro, I went to I went to the military to strip myself of all these uh, earthly pleasures and just go straight into basic training and just get and, and just get fully just annihilated by these drill sergeants so that I could come out. A better person, you know, so so I can learn the discipline, work right. yeah. physically, Get mentally. You structure. You yeah, need gave that, me structure. You, know,
1: you need structure, dude. It's like yeah. I, I just never got that either. I just had to just learn it after. <laughs> to learn it after <laughs> a while. The, off the
3: fly, yeah, Learn <laughs> it as
1: you go. Dude. Yeah. You know, brush that my teeth, teeth. teeth. My hair so, in the morning is <laughs> the back My bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So that's super interesting, man. That's all, all of our testimonies, you know, and and like. Like you said, like I, if I have somebody that's a former addict on my show, usually when I ask them, give me your testimony, it does not sound that much different than all four of ours. A lot of it is about the structure of the home and a lot of people that are. Um, and then also I was going to say like your mom not having your dad or like around. And if you're an addict, that makes it even worse. If you have a, a husband or wife, at least if, if if one of them's not an addict, they can pull you out of that gutter a little bit. But it's hard, and it yeah. must have been hard for your mom too. And and no, you know, no blame to her because I've been an addict before, and and your partner uh, Rand knows how it is. So I, I'm sorry for everything she did for you, but she must have had a tough time too, trying to raise you at the same time, trying to live that life, and and that must have been hard for her. So it's if it, 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 we'll have yeah. to pray for your mom I, too, I, you
3: know. Well, is, well, how's she doing now? Oh, she's dead now. So, oh, uh, all right. I'm. Yeah, she She's she been gone since '96. Okay. But after she passed away, I, I did a little what you call soul ties. Yeah. And so uh, at this okay. ministry, was a lady named uh, Major Fran, who was a big prayer warrior, and she would do things like with us, she would like tell us to write down everything that, you know, write a letter to the person who is dead or to a person that you can't yeah. talk to. My, so my sister wrote, had to
0: do that too. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, so I wrote, my dad like, passed uh, too, bro. So five six-page six letter
3: yeah, sir, of, of everything that you know my mom put me through and I burnt it. And so I just asked God to help me forgive my mom and just take away all the pain. And that's yeah. really that that was really what helped me started receiving love from people, bro.
0: Yeah.
3: Or liking people when I did that, it opened up the the my heart because my heart was wow. really hurt. And so yeah. I'm better now. I was looking at it
1: this way. So, Rand, you you have to be special because, like he all that is. stuff that happened for you to even get here in life, you know, that's how I look at that way. If if I, I, that's how I, I started to forgive a lot of people too, as well as like I look at this way, all those people in life may be negative, impacted me, whatever it was, it made me who I am today. So, even though my parents were the best parents in the world, I could I can honestly say thank you because what you guys did only pushed me to be this person i am today not if i could if i would have went any other route i probably wouldn't even be here or I, and if my parents didn't even meet up that one day you know i wouldn't be here. It, it, you know people don't understand it takes a lot to, of things to come together for a kid to be born it doesn't just oh it happens like that there's a reason for that kid to be born it, it, it doesn't it, and if you're here for if you don't live out your purpose it's very, very hard. You're going to have a hard life and, and, and who knows what your purpose is. It could be, I could, it could be just Rand talking to me today or, you know, and, and, or these guys come on our show. Yeah. yeah, It's coming to have a special message or anything like that. Like just, just, that's it. And boom, I could be gone tomorrow. That was my, that was my thing. Maybe he, I could reach him or reach me and boom, I get by a car tomorrow. That was my purpose. There you go. Thank you.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm so, you know, now looking back today, when I was in it, I would have never said this. But I'm I'm grateful for my addiction. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend anybody going through that. But I, I honestly believe, like, if it wasn't for my heroin addiction, I don't know if I would have ever came to Christ. I mean, that's not for me to know. Uh, but because of all those years of 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 pain and 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 me causing so much pain in other people's lives, mm-hmm. right? Because of all those years of all that stuff that happened. I really appreciated the love of Christ. I understood it in a different way. You know what I mean? And so you got the all, divine
1: message out of it. Yeah.
2: You get yeah. the divine yeah. message
1: out of the whole thing. Yeah. You just don't get yeah. there by showing
2: yeah. up. <laughs> I, I went to church as a kid, you know, and and there's plenty of people who got saved when they're six and live faithful lives mm-hmm. unto the Lord. And that's amazing, man. That's a beautiful testimony. You know, but for me, I just got saved because my friend was getting baptized. Like I never really internalized it. Like, I didn't know why, you know, I never had that relationship. Uh, but just to think about all the times I should have been gone. Right. And the thing is, like you said, we're all going to die. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I believe there's people that are in their drug addiction that, that died knowing the Lord, they just couldn't get clean, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? uh But for me, God had enough grace on my life to save me long enough for me to, come to truly understand the gospel before i die
0: yeah you, know? you don't have to live in life of just being convicted all your life you know if you're if you're a drug addict and you're and you're and you're trying to follow the lord that's it's just a it's it's too hard man because what drugs do especially when you get into methamphetamines and stuff like that is it opens up yeah. whatever evil you had in you it's going to actually intensify that evil you know you could become a porn addict you could become a gambling addict and, and as long as and a drug addict and a cigarette addict and a drinker and a you're just trying to balance your life out the whole time because you're staying awake too long, so you want to drink to go to sleep, or you're, you're oh yeah, or you're and sleeping too long, so you want to wake up by doing by doing meth or whatever it is, cocaine. The one thing, the
3: one thing I do know about addictions, bro, when you when you're in your addiction, you're not thinking about God, you're not thinking about nothing else but getting your next fix.
0: Yeah, it's an idol. It becomes it's a massive idol. idol in your life. Probably your yeah. next blunt
3: or or whatever the case may be, you, God be the least or your you know, your, your thought
2: process. Yeah, you come back to God when you're dope yeah. sick.
0: <laughs> help me. God,
1: help me get mine. <laughs> but I said, I'm not telling people out there that that if, if they are addicted, they listen to this, it's not, it's not, it's not just gonna snap out and you're, you're right, out of it and right. you're done. It is a long walk. It is a long, hard, it's a, if you're down for it, it's a long, hard walk to get to where every day, even now, even now, it's hard to do Uh, just, just even little things pop in
3: my head i'm like oh man
2: you know it's not magic man it's not magic now can god can god if he chooses pull someone out of addiction yes just like that yes but in in my experience i I think god wants to meet us halfway you know we we try and god does the work yeah Yeah. you know so if you are (laughs)
1: there's
2: anybody out there that's that is in their addiction um it does it does take some work you, you know, because we're not talking about your salvation, we're talking about your sobriety. And so yeah. there is work on your part that you have to do to, to yeah, maintain your th- the sobriety. There's
0: a, there's a difference between being like a, a a believer in Christ and a follower of Christ. Okay. And so I, I I believed that in Christ, but I was not following him at all, you know. So when you when you start following Christ uh you know it's that that old what what would jesus do thing that people wear on their wrist it's like it's that's exactly how it is you know like you your options are not weighed now on like whether uh you know you're gonna get in trouble or not your options are weighed like is it okay with god or not not like the law that has nothing to do with it. it has to do with biblically is this okay and and it's a whole different scale when you when you measure that now we are saved by grace through faith uh for it, for it is not, you know, not of yourselves is a gift from God, not by works. No, but I'm just saying, but, but works without, you know, faith without works is dead. Right. So right. you just got to make sure that you're, you're, you're following Christ and anything that you, you do, you need to make sure that is that, you know, it's, is that okay with God? Because if not, right. you know, then, then you're going to be a hypocrite. So it's hard. I know we all sin, don't get me wrong, but um it's just a different way of living and thinking when you actually follow God, you know, following God, following Christ is totally different. To be a follower of
2: Christ, man, that takes time. That takes time in the Word. I mean, you, you know, it's one thing, like you said, I can believe in Christ. That's very convenient for me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Believing in Christ is very convenient for me. Oh, I just have to believe in Christ and I'm saved, and, yeah. and you know, I can basically do whatever I want. Following Christ is very inconvenient. Yeah. You know, because i oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm i'm fleshly i've got my own desires my mind can be wicked right and so having to die to myself and pick up my cross and follow after christ that's a that's not a one and done deal you got to do that every day sometimes every day. minute by minute you know absolutely and, and, and exactly
3: we, we get so what's the word I'm, i want to use we get so lost and wrapped up in the world bro it'd be hard to just like honestly i got a, a notification on my phone that every day at 5.30, it pop up and say, remember to pray. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's certain things that I have to do to myself. Even when I'm at work, man, I have to, you know, I sing like, okay, and I'm, here's a story. So at this ministry we had, uh, when I was going through the program, we had something what we call extra duty, right? Yeah. So I was on extra duty for six months straight while I was in this program. And you know what I did for the whole six months? I sung one song that helped me get through the whole six months because I was in my feelings. Why was I in my feelings? Because I felt like I was being picked on. Blase, blase, it doesn't even matter. But the the moral of the story is, I have a song in my heart that helps me get through what I need to get through on on, on a daily basis. So it's a simple song, it's just it's simple, but it it helps me get through my pain, my trial, my tribulations or whatever it is I'm going through. So the notification on my phone just tell me to pray Mm -hmm. and we have to do the work in order to stay on the straight and narrow. You know what I'm yeah, saying, bro? And sometimes it'd be hard, but like my brother say, we all made up of flesh. It's hard. I be I think crazy stuff too. I be wanting to choke people on my job. Out of but... nowhere, bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it just, it's, it's hard, man. But And, and this is the one thing that keeps me on the straight and narrow. I love doing music, bro. Yep. And I write music at work. I, uh, I try to come up with like concepts of music at work. Anybody yeah. that's listening from his work right now, uh, he he's working as well as he's doing. <laughs> yes, I am yeah. working. But <laughs>
2: he's on the forklift. He's not right. I promise you.
3: <laughs> no, I, but, I know what you uh, mean, man. When but you're but they, that- know I, they know I do. They I, I'll be in the break room <laughs> with a pen and a pad, so they know what I do. And a lot of people in my job, like they like, they like what we do as far as music-wise.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just kidding, bro. (laughs) I know how that is. It's something that
3: keeps me sane, man. Like, I just love doing what I do. And it's not even about the money. It's just about spreading the gospel. Yeah, it ain't about the money. And and it's trying to at least change one kid's perspective on the gospel.
0: Or have a different, or have something to listen to instead of listening to, you know, Eminem or some other artists oh, man, out there. Have an alternative music. music. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's exactly what I was doing it too, man. Just to have. A I like that it.
1: notification though. The notification is smart. Keeps your relationship with God, old, yes. A relationship, not just every day at five thirty. It go yeah. off. I, 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 like you said, believing is one thing, but having a relationship is a whole other, whole other level, man. Do, do you yeah. do you call upon Him just because you're in trouble? Or do you wake up at 5.30 and, and then comes up and says, you know what, I got to pray. And, you know, even on your way to work, you're just chilling by yourself, driving, hey, what's up? You know, talk to God, talk, you know, pray, talk to God,
3: t- t- tell him everything that, you know, t- t- tell him anything. He wants to be there have, for everything. You have to, you have to bro, because you got, you know, everybody has situations they go through, you, people calling your phone and people don't understand, like, energy is, is everything. <clears throat> so if your energy is negative, then you giving me negative energy. We all in the same room together with energy. Energy, it, it it does its thing, you know, so I just have to stay positive. And that's what keeps me grounded because again, I had an attitude problem. I didn't like people growing up. So I know what has to help me stay grounded in God and stay focused on what I need to do. So everybody have their own journey. You know, I call my brother. We, we, we fellowship every now and then. I know... <clears throat> Uh, our work schedules be crazy, but it's just about relationships with me, man. That's that's my focus. And I never did like people like that. Have- <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> yeah. all good. Hey, not good. many there's not many left to like around this world. <laughs> so, so there's a reason why we do need a this, a savior, okay, guys. There's a reason why we do need a savior. So going back to the <laughs> scriptures, you know, we need a savior because uh Adam ended up you know, eve sinned adam sinned and sin entered our life and and the wages of sin is death okay yeah. so satan deceived them and from there on everybody else was born under sin okay so we need a savior so that's why jesus you know had to come and and save us i know it took a while for him to come but everything was building up if you read the old testament everything is talking about a savior coming and um and it's just an amazing story you know so what is the gospel message to you guys? We probably only have about 10 or 15 minutes left. Um, oops, my phone is going off. Yeah, I like this.
1: This, this is what I like. But I like this is, this I
0: guess, and I guess this, this ended up being more like what the gospel message does for you. You know what yeah. I mean? Instead of actually. So that's what happens because we get into testimonies and all that. I get a lot
1: of comments that say, scale back, Jason. You talk too much. You talk too much. And I appreciate that. Don't think that those comments go like when they come in, they think they're like, oh, is that no, 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 no. no. I know I take constructive criticism.
3: <laughs> right. And it's that's a I, good thing though. That's a good thing taking uh, constructive. That's
1: I, that's something I just learned recently too. Just to learn to just take the it's not it's not telling you to be mean. It's just people yeah. telling you to be, hey, this is how this is how you should be doing this. And, and yeah. I didn't take that and learn how to walk with that, not just like, oh man, this what this person is just trying to it be down. it
0: builds
3: character does yeah that's Make stronger makes it better
0: so what is the gospel message to you guys like what do you guys feel the gospel message is? and and um you know that, just go into that for the next like 10 minutes and we'll we'll uh um, we'll, we'll end it after that my my, yeah. my uh daughters will probably be up soon and i can't have them come get haywire on this thing <laughs> so we won't be able to do the podcast so all right go, go ahead just tell me what the gospel message is to you jason you can start or you got you two could start one one of the
3: any. We'll like, you want to start first.
1: The gospel for me is 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 First Corinthians fifteen verses one through four. That's this is how I started to learn it, and and that's how I started to 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 really understand what the gospel actually was. It's not just Jesus Christ is here and he, and he's real. It's also you have to believe that he 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 died. For your sins and was resurrected in three days. So, so there's a lot of stuff that goes through the scripture everywhere in there that has references to three days and 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 being in the ground. Like you know, you got Jonah in the in, in, the, in the well for three days. So just there's a lot of stuff through there, and there's a lot of scripture that, that points. If you go through the whole Bible, you can read from Genesis one all the way to the end, and Jesus Christ is on every page.
2: Every page, it's almost dude. on
1: every page, it is on every page, and and. For me to really get into the Bible, it was like, man, how how am I supposed to understand? How am I supposed to learn this when so much stuff has been translated differently, or 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 lost in the translation? Really, that I'd say. But the message is always the same. You could tear a page out of this book, and you're still going to get the message. You know, the the the, the message is always is going to be the same. You know, it's 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 the gospel is very important. And and when you when you learn about the gospel. Mm-hmm. and 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 you really like it says not in vain don't believe in this stuff in vain like you, you your ambassadorship of of jesus christ and, and and the way you represent yourself in, in the world is, is is very important as well because if people see you being you know you're 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 saying that you're a believer and all you do is beat your wife and and, and they see you around the, behind the scenes and they know what you're doing they're like i don't really want to be that if that's what christianity or anything believing in god's all about i don't want really to want to be a part of that and that—that's why I feel like your walk is always got to be important with with any relationship with with Jesus Christ and and you know, God and 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 your walk is very important and, and, and just just getting you pulled out of what you're gonna do and, and spreading the message after you learn it, after you receive the Holy Spirit, you just don't you just don't hoard it. You you go out and you spread it because saving souls is very important. Once you learn it, you you don't you don't want to just hoard that for yourself because you want more and more and you want that love to spread across the world. And if, and that's what I liked about our show is that no matter what we're doing, we can't, I can't stop the, the, you know, the, the stealing of kids. I can't stop. I can't go out there and physically just be a, a you know, something that's pedophilia. I just can't go out there and, 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 and be like a, what is it? Like a vigilante myself. So just spreading. <laughs> yeah, this a mercenary.
0: Blessing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. there's being like, a you know, just going out there and trying to take out, you know the it's whole right. bad thing about you can't do that. So getting on this this microphone and spreading the message, however it is through Spotify, you know Apple, through YouTube, reaches one person and hopefully I'm spreading the message right. And that's one thing you gotta wow. understand: you spread it and you you have to learn and discern the Bible and and you gotta learn how to uh, you know divide the word of truth. Hey. It's just,
0: what was the what was the message what was the uh, the the you said first Corinthians is that what it was yeah first
1: Corinthians 15 verses 1 through 4 it's it's okay first Paul 15. speaking and say is moreover brethren I declare unto you the gospel which I have preached unto you which also ye have received and wherein ye stand by which also ye are saved if you keep in memory what I preached unto you unless ye have believed in vain I, for I delivered unto you first of all of which I also received how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scripture, and that he was buried and he rose again on the third day, according to the scripture. And he, and Paul, it Paul is, Paul is very Christ driven with wherever, wherever he goes, he's always preaching Christ, whether it's in jail, whether it's, it, it, uh, it where he's in, like in prison, he was, and, and Paul is, is, the loudest dude in, 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 in when he's supposed to be the quietest and he's the quietest dude. And he's supposed to be the loudest. He's, he's very, very good with what, what he's saying. And he, and I, and I totally believe that that is how you get saved. Yeah. Now yeah.
0: also, I'm going to tell you, uh, and, and it also says, and that he was seen of Cephas then of the 12, after that he was seen of above 500 brethren at once whom he was greater part remained a present, but some are false. Ha- some are falling asleep. So after uh, Christ resurrected, it's 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 saying that there was five hundred uh, witnesses even at once right. seeing him resurrected. So um, you know it's very tough for you for anybody that's a non-believer to even prove that Christ didn't live and also prove that he didn't he didn't he wasn't um, resurrected. So right. I thought it's, that was it, interesting to bring up too. It, it
1: is it is interesting and and a, and a lot of things a lot of things is that in the law you only needed three people to to make it to where it's like it's it's testified in, in the old Testament. This was right. 500 people put a stamp that they saw this. Yeah. Not going to hide it from 500 people. It does in, in history. It doesn't go 1000, whatever it goes, BC before Christ. Right.
0: right. Why yeah. were you going to
1: mention that at all? At yeah. all? Like, like if you're trying to hide the fact that he's not real, why are you, you know, testifying the timeline of time is going to be Christ? <laughs> yeah. before yeah. him.
2: You Christ. know what really you know what really opened my eyes to that too is not the uh, not the testimony from believers, testimony from people who followed mm-hmm. Christ, as disciples. I, and I don't remember who exactly it was, but uh, there's so many accounts from people who have no skin in the game. There's so many accounts from people who were there witnessing these things, but they weren't believers and they document it in the books of history of when Christ was crucified, you know, uh, everything that happened that day, and so I was like, "Wow, well, these people, you know, they weren't disciples of Christ, they weren't followers of of God, but yet they still thought they were, uh, you know, they were still they were Romans. They were documenting all this stuff, and it's really cool to look at." He's
1: like, "Yeah, you are, you are the Christ, you yeah. are Him." And it's like these are people that were Gentile that had no, they needed, they they, they were they, they were just man. If you look at the Bible, you go through Jews need a sign, Gentiles seek wisdom and the jews got their sign they never accepted it but once we got the the share of the holy spirit and got that we started seeking let me see in in the in history let me see in the bible where this stuff lines up is it true oh crap it's true yeah oh man this stuff is right like the like like in in act seventeen eleven. you know st- st- you know st- study it and 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 there with open mind to show that these things were real you know that this the, that the mm-hmm. scripture is real and mm-hmm. if somebody died and then was resurrected in three days and I was, a, and I saw that and I still don't believe you and I still don't believe in it. You today, it's hard to even be a believer and to be a man. And we, we are oppressed with so many things. We got to be the spiritual leader. We got to be the ones that go to work every day and come home. And, and then with the breadwinners, we got to be all this stuff, but nobody lets us be that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know we, do? we take a back seat because we don't want to, we just want everybody else to be happy.
2: That's it. That's it. And
1: we, like you said, there's a lot of people that have a lot of skin in the game. We need to, we got to put more skin in the game, man. We got to be out there. Like, it's very hard to do, but you know, it's, it's, it's our responsibility. And I think that you get rewarded. We don't, I don't even want rewards on this earth. I'm so tired of trying to get my, my, my treasures here. It's like, I got to start sending them ahead of time just to get up there right now because I I don't want to, I don't want to
0: burn my inheritance because I was, just stupid yeah yeah and also i was gonna say some people go to go to prison for life with just one witness you know what i mean we're talking about prison sometimes (laughs) a a trial for for somebody's life is is depending on one witness he tested his testimony in court we have 500 people and also all these uh you know these authors in the bible you know we got matthew mark luke and john obviously we got paul we got all these uh people that and and also as they look into history, like like you guys were talking about, you find other people that were witnesses as well. So, um, and it's yeah. all
1: God's plan. And this was crazy. That's where you get to understand all this stuff going on leading up to his 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 death, resurrection. It was all planned out by Him. No matter what, Judah was put. He even washed Judah's feet. He he washed all the disciples' feet. He he was washing his the feet of the disciples that were gonna that were one of them was gonna deny. He right. even knew him. One that was his best, that was like your best friend saying, I don't know this
3: dude. And And the great part about it is he knew he was gonna betray him. And he's yeah,
1: and he's telling you this is the plan. You don't understand. Sorry, dude. This is how it's gonna go. I know it's gonna hurt, and you're gonna feel and look. If you notice when when Peter did that, he was very sad. He was very ashamed. We can't blame him though. We can't blame him
0: because every time we sin. We are, we are doing we're doing the same thing. thing. We're, we're denying sin. Christ. Every time we sin, we're being that Judas. Even though we're like, oh, I hate Judas. I can't sin him. We're all being Judases as we're sitting against Christ every single day. So, And look at that uh, grace
1: he gives you, that love he still gives yeah. you. He's just like, look, man, I know you're going to do this, but I'm still here. It's all good. Okay? Yeah. Just keep it. You're going to wash
2: your feet. So and, know. Know. and nobody
1: and nobody is innocent. Nope. There's no. only one that was innocent, and we are not innocent at all. We are we're all, all guilty, no matter what. the jews and the romans didn't put him on that cross we all did i did Mm -hmm. josh did you know everybody on this podcast did put him on that cross and 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 to keep putting him up there every day like that and 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 it's horrible
0: yeah Yeah. and then uh also we need to understand that that um uh this is going to be colossians 1 uh uh 15 through like 18 it says uh this speaking of, of of christ okay Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creation? For by him were all things created that are in earth, that are, that are, that are in earth, that are, uh, it says that are in heaven, uh, visible and invisible, whether they be by be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things and by him, all things consist. So he is the head of the body of the church, who was the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things, he might have the, the, the preeminence uh, preeminence. All right. So we need to understand uh, through Jesus Christ. Okay. All things were created by him, for him, through him. Uh, He is the image of the invisible God. So when we were made in God's image, we were made in Christ's image. Okay, guys, it's, it's, it's very interesting. So that's just all glory to God. Um, You know, there's, there's no, there's no way to the Father except through Him, so we need to understand that. Um, basically, the gospel to me—I'm uh, gonna—I'm gonna let Spellman talk after this, but the gospel to me is just all things that that Christ uh, did while He was on Earth. You know what I mean? And before, you know, it's—it's just—it's all everything all compelled into one uh, good news. <clears throat> you know the message. You know what I mean? So um, it's just—it's very interesting. But uh, Spellman, go ahead, man. I'll let you go, and then we'll, we'll probably end the podcast what the gospel message means to you or what's the gospel to you?
3: So the gospel to me is, it, it may sound like a cliche, but it's all good. Uh, it, it's, it's about love. You know, God loved the world that he gave his only son. Amen. And excuse me, with that, I don't think I love enough people on this earth to just give my son for somebody that I don't even know. Right. So the gospel to me is like, Everybody go through life and and you don't know your purpose in life and you don't know <clears throat> what the future holds for you but at the same time you got love in your heart right you want to you want to do right by God you want to do right by people and the gospel to me is I just want something that that fits me right your god is not my god even though God is He's universal, right? Your struggles are different from mine. So that means my God is different from your God. So I have a God that fits me. So the gospel that I look for my Relationally. It's relationally, right? So my gospel may be, even though we all read the same Bible, you're right, my gospel is different for me than it is for him. So most people in life look for a gospel that fits them, not just one that will fix them. If that makes sense, yeah. And that's what the gospel is to me They God is love, and we all need to share love. And I love you guys. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love you too, brother. Yeah, yeah, dude, awesome. Yeah, this is an awesome podcast. I love having Christian brothers all together. Uh, you know, when it comes to Christian and conspiracy, sometimes we have uh, some people which I love them too. I love everybody, but you know, some people come in here, they get a little New Agey or they get a little bit. Uh, <laughs> You don't know how it is. So I love I having it. all Christian brothers all yeah. on the same page. Um, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Uh just shout out your guys' YouTube one one time for them and also shout out your Spotify. I know you guys have one one song out on Spotify, right? Uh if you guys could just shout that out and and um before we before we end.
2: Yeah, Spotify at Gospel Fed, uh Spotify at Rand Scott, um Spotify at Spellman Ray
3: two. Yeah, and then uh, you know, social media as Gospel Fed, we both have our own. Uh, yeah, you Instagram can just find us on there though to keep it easy. And just look for Gospel Fed everywhere. Twenty twenty three is gonna be high year. We yeah. be spreading gospel to everybody. Uh,
2: just just look us up, man. The key God on on your side. Yeah, man, we're just uh, want to make much of Jesus, man. That's, That's it. it. You know, the music is cool. We love to do it. That's but it. ultimately, man, it's 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 the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's it. You know, that's that's the most important that's thing. The most important thing. Amen.
0: I'm gonna end this with the with a verse and then some prayer. So Mark 16 verses 15 through 18. Um, let me let me go to that on my, my app real quick. Um do, do, do. Mark 15 verses 16 through 18. Um So it says, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name, that they cast out devils and they speak with new tongues and they they shall take up serpents and they drink any deadly thing. It shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So basically we need to go out there basically and, and spread the gospel. That's what we need to do, you know. And what we do with this podcast is we try to spread the truth and we try to, you know, we try to just take the Bible, put it in the conspiracy theorist's home or or shake or take the Christians and, and wake them up to the conspiracy so they could see the, the evil's plans, you know, so the devil's plans. But um, I really appreciate you guys come on the show. I appreciate it. Jason, thank you for waking up, man. I know you're tired from, from uh, hanging out with your wife last night. I appreciate you coming on. Um, and everybody that's listening please subscribe to their channel also subscribe to ours share it Um, but we'll end this in prayer so father god in the name of jesus thank you so much for giving us this clear connection introducing us to these these two wonderful gentlemen uh we appreciate everything lord anybody that has any strongholds lord please break the chains um and and thank you and help us to spread the gospel more on this show i know we get into all these conspiracies and 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 some of this eat and we're trying to expose the evil so much but Lord help us to just lead as many people to Christ as we can help these gentlemen lead as many people to Christ as they can with their music, through their social media. Let us use this evil that, that devil wanted to to use for evil. Let us use it for good. Let us use this platform. Let us use music for the good. And Lord, if you want me to get back on the microphone and start doing music again, lead me that direction. If you want me to keep doing this podcast, lead me in that direction, whatever you want to do, let it your will be done also for these gentlemen too. Uh, let their let their music be filled with the Holy Spirit and let them bless as many people as it needs to bless. Uh, if it's just one person, if I make 1000 songs and it blesses one person, then we did our job, Lord. So just please help them to uh, spread the gospel message and, and help them to save as many people as they can and help us to save as many people as we can. And anybody that's listening out there that needs the God, please just call on them. Knock and the doors uh, shall shall be open. So just knock. You know, just ask God to come into your life, start a relationship, start reading the Bible, and Lord, please help them to do that. Thank amen. you in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it, like we always say. God bless you.